to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. I mean, a bum inside the house. I mean, you're having a laugh and you a bum. I was going to tell you I wanted to present it as a, a fait accompli. Don't start talking French to me. You don't know the first thing about bum making anyway, do you? I read a book, Alfred. It seems simple enough. A book. I mean, you're going to blow your bloody head off before you put a dent in that thing. You can't have both happiness and the truth. You have to choose the fruitcake leprechaun. Welcome to Legends of Gotham, <laughs> where we talk about Fox's hit TV series Gotham, set in the world of Batman. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And we're here for our live uh, Gotham season two premiere after party. I'm so excited. Yay! I'm so absolutely positively excited. How you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good. You're doing good? <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, we're, we're uh, kind of running... Running a little slap shot here, trying to get everything ready, uh, just because, uh, we, well, we just finished we watching, just finished watching it uh, the season two, pr- two premiere of Gotham. Yes, <laughs> we did watch it before, actually. Yes. Uh, oh, But it was just as good this time. Just as good the second time as it was the first time, for sure. I absolutely loved it. Uh, but we are live tonight uh, here at live.universebox.com. You, normally, we go live Tuesdays, 8.30 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. Tonight, uh, since we can... Since we don't have our Once Upon a Time show, we're going live right after Gotham wraps up uh, on Monday night. And if you're out there watching us, um, we want to hear from you. Uh, we, we do have uh, a lot of ways you can get a hold of us right now during the show. Uh, you can go over and get in chat. Oh, Morgan Scorpion. Hi, can you see me? Yes, yeah, so we can see you in the chat room. Chat room's one way to do it. Uh, another way to do it is uh, Skype us, Universe Box Show uh, the, is the username. Universe Box Show if you want to Skype us. Uh, we probably won't be picking up Skype calls for a couple minutes here until we get into our discussion. Absolutely. Um, you can go ahead and leave us a voicemail, 424-274-2352. We're checking that. Uh, we're checking out tweets at Legends of Gotham. I'm there. I got it. Or you can shoot us an email, <laughs> legendsofgotham at gmail.com, and we're checking that email as well throughout the night. So it's going to be a really good time. It's going to be fun. It's crazy. I know. It's I crazy. I feel very it's, like, ah, right now. Yeah. Well, it's an after party. It is, so it should be party. big and frantic and it's everything. Uh, one message I'm seeing right now from over on Twitter. Uh, Ken, Ken Frankel said, uh, good one tonight. He liked the episode. Woo-hoo. Good, good we job, We like when Ken. things are good. Definitely. Hey, Batty. How are you? Who's that? I don't know. Batty's in the chat room. Batty. Are you, ba- are you Batty for Batman, Batty? Batty? I hope so, because we're going to be talking about Batman. <laughs> Your coffee just kicked in. Yes, it did. It really kicked in as soon as you hit go live. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, though. Hold it for person. Oh, I guess uh, Morgan yeah, Scorpion trending. says uh, that Gotham's trending on U.S. Twitter right now. So Which awesome. Awesome, yeah. Yay, hashtag Gotham. Yay, hashtag Gotham. But you know what? I guess we'll go ahead and get, get into our discussion here. Yes. Uh, so right, you guys talk. can like Skype in and stuff if you want to. Totally. Uh, you want to go ahead and give us the rhyming Riddling episode summary, which if you listened to last week's episode, you've already heard. But it's still fun. Okay. <clears throat> when is a villain not at his best? When his attitude earns a knife in his chest? What is behind the door down the stairs? A keypad coded with the names of some heirs. Is Gordon too good? Not by a long shot. Will his self-doubt define his new plot? Is Theo's team the most villainous crew? You can ask him, but you damned if you do. Damned if you do. Damned if you do. Damned if you do. <laughs> oh, Batty15 says uh, Gotham Rock tonight. Totally. Very much so, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, Anne-Marie, what did you think about Gotham? It's amazing. 
Yeah, it was pretty much it amazing, right? It was amazing right? even uh, trying to like live tweet along, which is <laughs> yeah, not we, something we don't normally live tweet. Yeah, we actually did do some live tweeting tonight. Uh, uh, I, was, I, believe, I was like, ah, what's going on? I actually only did one. I did the one that said... Um, I, About the I, head. I, yeah, I thought, uh, I heard that Loeb's guard was smooth, but he looks pretty chunky to me. So you're so I, proud of that one too. I was, I was. It, it was gross. It was dark. It was, it was a pun. You know, butter's better. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, Batty fifteen says, "Love seeing Bruce get into the cave. What other secrets are in there?" Very. I can't wait to find query. out what else is there because we really didn't see anything. We saw a computer and a note. Mm-hmm, pretty definitely. much, and a lot of dust. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much all we saw. Uh, but okay, I guess I'll go ahead and I uh, get say, and it has to do with the cave too. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce, the great detective, doesn't exist yet. Like no. uh, obviously, he wants to be a great detective. We could see that with his conspiracy board last right. season. His his start for the quest to, to find out who killed his parents and everything. Right. But I guess he hasn't read the right books yet. He hasn't read He's enough only Sherlock like 14. Holmes. By the time I was fourteen, I'd read like a lot of Sherlock Holmes. A lot more than Bruce Wayne. Uh, I still haven't read any Sherlock. <laughs> you should. It's it's good. It's very good. Uh, no, but uh, you know, Bruce decides to bust in there, use brute force to get through through the uh, old uh, door. The I old... love the use of the hammer. Oh, when he gets, the, when he takes it to the keypad. I was like, that's not going to get you in, kid. But okay. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, like he says uh, to Gordon, uh, sometimes the right way is also the ugly way. Uh, but right. I do think, uh, you know, a more mature Batman would probably use more subtle means. Uh, he he would probably have, if nothing else, that code cracker thing from the Arkham games. If you guys have ever played the Arkham games where you have to do the two joysticks, I always hated doing that. <laughs> oh, uh, Batty15 uh, is saying uh, maybe uh, there's some secrets in that old dusty computer. Well, maybe now that he knows that Bruce was well, the, the first code, password, he might be able to Easiest get into the password ever. Uh, yeah. Thomas Wayne, a security expert, he is not. No, or was but not. How did he not? Like he was trying codes for a month. Mm-hmm. You never tried your name. Yeah, you, you'd think maybe maybe once or tw- maybe he tried like Bruce W or B Wayne. Yeah, maybe something like that. Um, Morgan says, "Is this the first computer I've seen on Gotham, or am I unobservant?" I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of computers in the GCPD, but yeah, there are. Some- I just feel like. They're there. I don't. I'm also pretty sure that it's not a modern computer. It no, looks it's like an old, like 386 or an Altair or something. Yeah, it's like definitely that. not a terribly Actually, modern Altair computer. is a bad reference. Forget I said that. Forget I said it. Commodore 64 or something like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's see here. And you guys, uh, if you're watching live, please feel free to Skype us live. Uh, Universe Box Show is the username. You shouldn't have to add us or add our contact info or anything. You should be able to just direct dial us. Yeah. And I'll, I'll grab it if I see it. But, uh, Amory, you want to go move on to your point? All right. My... I do hope we get a couple sc- Skype calls. We'll get in. people. We'll get people. Hopefully. Okay. Penguins in a circle. Where does he really think he's getting with this crew? This is like the most ragtag crew you've ever seen. So we have the tap dancing Butch Gelzine. <laughs> you have who doesn't say anything this entire yes, episode. Yes, he does. Did, I thought, thought he was reading off the debts. Oh, okay. He was okay. reading off the debts. We have Cat, who literally just sits there and go, like doesn't really say much. I'm like, how did you get here, and why did you get to stay in the like big important scene? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, Zaz, who really he just. Can I kill him now? Can I kill him now? <laughs> Boss, can I kill him now? That's all That's all he's got. Go ahead. Yeah, you should have pulled the trigger there. There we go. There we go. Um, And then, like, there's a, a big group of, like, emo kids mm-hmm. around a table with goblet, goth 
emo type kids and i don't i just don't understand well you got to think you know there was the whole big mob war at the end of the season and a lot of a lot of people went down in that i mean i know a lot of people there's probably not a lot of falcons boys falcons boys left you know no i'm sure they're not because i'm sure a bunch of them left Mm -hmm. when having the opportunity and well fish didn't have many peeps left no so there's that but it's just like that's that's your crew Mm -hmm. that's that's the crew that you think you're going to be the king stay the king of gotham with (laughs) i don't know maybe he was really trying to pull jim in well i'm sure someone is is coming to uh take him down in short order maybe maybe not not that one guy because he got shot (laughs) which one guy oh uh, the 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 guy guy yeah the guy that jim shot oh that guy yeah the guy that jim shot yeah, that guy now. He's not going to do it. Okay, a lot of stuff going on in this episode having to do with the commissioner. Mm-hmm. Uh, commissioner Loeb, Commissioner Essen, uh, the commish from the old TV show. Okay. Uh, well, I guess he's coming in like in three episodes or something like yeah, that. Episode four. But uh, yeah, I'm really sad to see Loeb leaving because, for one, I always love Peter Scolari mm-hmm. as an actor. He was great on New Heart and uh, Bosom Buddies, uh, which I think we referenced last year. I think- uh, he also played Wayne Zielinski in the the TV show version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've always liked him as an actor, and it was great to see him on Gotham, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be on Gotham very much anymore, sadly. I, but, you know, he was always just this kind of stone-cold asshole. Like, uh, he, he would just come <laughs> in, and he was a total asshole to Gordon, and Basically. then he'd just walk off stage. That was the only that reason was he was ever on screen. That was what he did, yeah. It, it was fun, though. A, a nice it a dynamic. Thing. It was a bit. It was a bit. I, but I, I, I am also kind of sad that uh, Captain Essen is getting pulled out of the GCPD, out of the, our main, you know, setting. Uh, for... I don't think she's out of our main setting, though. But the thing is, you know, I, I'm sure she's going to be weaving back and forth in the story, but she's not going to be there every episode, you know, giving Jim the assignment or giving, uh, you know, interacting right. with him in that way. Maybe. Plus, I mean, he sort of bumps up eventually, mm-hmm. too, so... Plus, plus, you know, the way she operated last season, she was basically this person who who was on Jim's side to cl- right. wanting to clean up the GCPD, but she was kind of working just slightly under the surface on it because she had a, her family to think about. Exactly. You know, so I'm thinking, like, why pick her as the new commissioner? Do they have leverage with her family? Or are well, they planning on leveraging her? Uh, you know, on, Theo she, and Mayor James and all that? She worked for Falcone, technically. Mm-hmm. She was on the Falcone side versus... Was she? Yeah. Yeah, she was on Falcone versus Maroney. When there what? was, like, sort of that split, it was, like, almost all of... Like, almost all the police force was on Falcone's side. Mm-hmm. So, and she was on... Because Mayor James, at the very beginning of yeah. last season, was on Falcone's side. Well, I, th- I think that was more of a case of her, you know, obeying the mayor... Or, you know, cuddling up... Or not cuddling up to the mayor, but... Uh, <laughs> like cuddling up with Bing Bong? Yeah. <laughs> no, but just kind of uh, getting uh, closer... Or obeying the mayor and the commissioner and all that. Not necessarily... Uh, her working for him or something. Like, I, I don't think she was actively working for him. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think, if anything, she was just trying to keep a good face on while she was helping Jim. Uh, kind of try try to clean up the GCPD. But right. I, I am really wondering uh, what her role is going to be this season. Is she just going to go off to Never Never Land and we're never going to see her never again? Land. Is she just going to nah, roll, roll through the GCPD every once in a while? Remains to be seen. I think she'll be around. Will she uh, give a uh, good old Michael Chickalis the old what for 
every every episode. Well, somebody's got to train the train him. Yeah, that's very true. He's got to be trained. I also think it's really funny that Michael Chiklis, who who is cast this season, who is coming up in a few episodes, he said tonight on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, that he's going to be replacing uh, the commissioner. Or replacing the person who replaced the commish, and he also played the commish right. in the commish back in the day. Right. So he, but he's not going to be the commish yet. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe maybe he'll uh, take out Essen and uh, become the commish or something. Oh, I see Mew in the chat room too. Hello, Mew. Ho- hope you enjoy Gotham tonight. Okay, you wanted to talk a little bit about Bullock and Jim's relationship, Bullock and Jim. I love their relationship, and I just love how much it's changed and grown. And um, side note for anybody who's watching who hasn't listened to our episode from last week, these are our secondary um, round of points. We yeah, do we, have other points. We, we took so many notes that we had a whole second Right, round I just of wanted points. to throw that out there that these weren't the main thing. Yeah, this is episode two, two for from, episode one. Right, Um but their relationship has grown so much over the past season. Like the beginning last year, you know, Bullock's calling Jim a Boy Scout all the time. And oops, he dropped his coffee and didn't bring it for him. Mm-hmm. Or now they're really brothers. Yeah. Like they're really, yeah, they, they, they have they, that relationship. They almost make out at the bar. They Just do almost make almost, out at the bar. Almost. But they're both, or Jim's a little drunk anyway. So. Jim's very drunk. <laughs> and Bullock's only 32 days sober. Walk so. it off all the way out to Moyne Manor. <laughs> What was that? Anyway. Um, But I love how happy Bullock is pretending that he is. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's an act, man. There's no way that this is actually making you happy. Well, I don't know. He he, he says he has a woman. He has a woman who does not dislike him. Who's not the Duchess. Who's not the Duchess. You don't remember the Duchess? (gasps) The Duchess. Uh, From last season. I do remember the Duchess now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Ye old Duchess. Ye old Duchess. Um, There's that. But, um... I just think he's going to drop the bartender act in like 2.5 seconds and return straight to cop life and be like, yay, let's take Mm -hmm. out the penguin (laughs) or, you know, everybody else because it's basically penguin versus everybody else. Yeah, there's definitely going to be – somehow Bullock's going to have to get hooked back into the story in a major way. Oh, yeah. Uh, You can't not. Yeah, what did I speculate last week? I speculated last week that uh, maybe, uh, you know, someone leverages that woman against him or Jim gets in some real deep stuff and he has to – he has to be like, hey, Bullock, come on. I need you, man. Right. Like, But he, he's going to have to be hooked back into the story in a major way. Although, I mean, it would be kind of nice to see. One person in our chat room last week speculated maybe he'll become a vigilante of sorts. You know, kind of helping oh. Jim out on the sidelines. Right. Maybe using that uh, Zargon or Zargon. Zardan. Zardufus. Yeah, the the Batman-esque costume that the the villain at the top of the episode wore. Uh, You know, I I would love to see Bullock dress up in that. I would love to see Bullock dress up. About his size. Maybe just a little big. Oh, that was too big. Yeah, probably a little too big. It was uh, right for the cartoon one that you showed me that the apartment had all the cockroaches. (laughs) Whatever show that was, Mm -hmm. it was that Bullock. Nice. Um, oh, yeah, that was Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. like, you have no idea what I'm talking about. You're just smiling and going with it. No, no, I, <laughs> I was I was connecting it. I was connecting, connecting it. it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we have a contest. Yes, we do. We a big old contest. contest. That's not that big. But it's, yeah, it's, it's but a contest. Basically, uh, you know, it's the beginning of the new season. We want to kind of uh, get word out about the podcast. So we're giving away a prize uh, over the course of uh, September and October. This Comic-Con exclusive Gotham TV guide. Woo-hoo! 
But it also has all sorts of other DC TV uh, stuff. You know, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, all sorts of articles and everything. And the the way to win. I, and, and this will be for U.S. only, uh, sadly. Sorry. But uh, there are a couple ways to enter. One – oh, wait. Hold on. Amory's going to show us something. Cave Crusaders. Cave Crusaders. Yes, but a, a, a fun collectible, a fun Gotham collectible. And the way to enter is – oh, sorry. I have the theme music on there. Um, but uh, the, the way to enter is go to iTunes or uh, Stitcher Radio or anywhere you can review podcasts and go ahead and leave us an honest review. It doesn't have to be – You don't have to love us, but we love you. Yeah, it can be one star, <laughs> two star, three stars. It can be funny. It can be a rhyming, riddling review, right. which we would love. We would absolutely love Absolutely it. love. Just go ahead and leave it. And uh, we'll, we'll try and spot it out. But if you want to go ahead and shoot us an email over yeah. at legendsofgotham at gmail.com to let us know you left it too, that would be very helpful. And then we also have your email address if you happen to win so we can get your address and send it out to you or you can do some sort of proselytizing for the podcast you know we encourage this yeah over social media on tumblr if you have a blog oh, or anything there's like a supergirl comic in it nice uh but uh if you have a blog or anything like that just uh you know talk about us throw throw like 50 words about why you love the podcast and may, legends maybe legends of tomorrow maybe encourage people to come over and uh, check out our podcast legends of gotham i would a creepy guy in a clown makeup but i uh, would really appreciate it and those are two ways to enter i we'd love to uh, uh see you get you see you guys this. enter yeah and you, you want this comic con exclusive tv guide and all it costs you is about 2 minutes of your time 2 minutes of your time hey maybe we'll even throw in a little doodle or something for you yeah, and if you I, – I mean if you really want to promote the podcast though, even more so than that, uh, we, we do have some options for you here now in, the, in terms of merchandising. It, yeah, if you go over to legendsofgotham.com slash support, we have uh, T-shirts via TeePublic, not just T-shirts. but uh, There's T-shirts, there's sweatshirts, there's um, baseball tees, there's kids' shirts if you want your entire family to match in Legends of Gotham shirts, which would be awesome. Yeah, all with the Legends of Gotham logo. Hi. And uh, then we also have uh, through Cafe Press, we have, uh, you know, you can all sorts of items, uh, stickers, stickers, uh, wall things, there's um, coasters, there's lots of cups, and a mugs, water bottle, a water bottle, a flask. And, you know, that's the most important. Thing. A gun. No, there's not no a gun. gun. Not no a gun. gun. But we have that with both the uh, Legends of Gotham text logo and with the album art. So uh, if... If if you want to, uh, you know, help share the podcast with people or, you know... Just support us. Yeah, to help support us, go to legendsofgotham.com slash support. There are a couple other ways, too. Uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash universebox, and an affiliate link to Amazon. So you can order your Gotham swag. doesn't cost you anything extra. It throws a little money our way to help us out. We definitely appreciate it, and we can't wait uh, to uh, be, be sharing uh, the... The love of Gotham with you. For the love of Gotham. This entire season. It's going to be a <laughs> lot of fun. And we love hearing from you guys, too. Like I said, we have a Skype lines over, open at Universe Box Show. If you want to go ahead and call us in there, uh, Bobby, if you're out there. Um, Bobby, can you hear me? Bobby, are you out there? Uh, no, but uh, we do have a voicemail, uh, which someone left at 424-274-2352. Uh, Michael, uh, take it away, Michael. Hey, Bill and Anne-Marie, it's Michael. I feel like I haven't recorded a voicemail for y'all in such a long time. Um, but I loved the first episode of season two. Uh, I can't believe how much darker it is than almost the whole first season. 
Uh, but I'm definitely invested and uh, I can't wait to see what happens. Uh, a couple thoughts. Uh, how is what Jim did in this episode uh, any different from what he refused to do at the beginning of last season uh, with Penguin? He was basically told to kill someone for a mob boss, and he did. And he didn't know that's what he was going to do at the beginning of this episode, but it's clear that Penguin probably did. And Jim just lets himself go along with that. Um, yeah, I think that's a situation where it was with Penguin. He had a choice to make. He had length and time to make that choice, and he decided not to do that. With this situation, I think it was just he he had to do it. Right. Like, uh, cause he, he had no choices. It, it was his life. Right. It was his life, his livelihood, his freedom, or pulling that his trigger. Freedom. Yeah. And I, th- I think he also, I, you could tell he instantly regretted that decision. Oh, too. my God. Instantly. Instantly. Definitely. It's interesting because I think he's in danger of becoming the very thing he's trying to overcome. Oh, uh, yeah. Last season, Completely. we established that the reason most cops are corrupt in Gotham is that they each have a dark secret where if they didn't go along with the corruption, they would eventually be exposed. And now Jim has this exact sort of thing himself. Uh, the very thing he refused to do uh, when, when they established his integrity in, in episode one and so how is he going to avoid the same kind of corruption he's trying to get rid of in the police force? Uh, it should be interesting to find out what happens with that. I had a different thought uh, in terms of Penguin's new hairstyle. I don't think he looks uh, goth uh, as much as, well, you all used to call his old hairstyle like an indie rock or emo type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I think the little, the two little strands of hair on his forehead kind of looks very weird and it looks very childish to me, like a, a little boy's hair that refuses to behave. And uh, given what we saw with uh, his, the way his relationship with his mother was deteriorating last mm-hmm. season, I wonder if this uh, childish look of his is uh, a visual hint uh, that he's maybe reverting to a more vulnerable stage. I don't know. He seems pretty in control now, but uh, we've had indications that that may not last. So I don't know. Maybe forecasting uh, some vulnerability in Penguin? Uh, yeah, I can definitely mm-hmm. see that. Mm-hmm. I, and uh, yeah, now that you mentioned that, Mike, like, I can definitely see that in the hairstyle as well. Yeah. He, he has a whole different I, – I mean it's still in line with the penguin we knew last season but his right. his whole style has completely changed too like uh like i think we mentioned last episode you know he feels more it feels more regal now yeah I, almost like his clothing and everything his clothing choices but i i am interested to see how it ties back to his mother that though because i know in uh some promotional stuff uh for i i believe the toy line one of the toy I lines so. uh they talked about how the the whole reason penguin was like trying to uh do all this you know yeah climb the the ladder in gotham it was to uh pr- or because it was because his family had been disgraced and his father had been disgraced mm-hmm. and he was trying to build build it back up for his mom because she was used to a finery and uh fine right. things and being haughty toddy and gotham and everything and uh he wanted that he wanted that for it right which is why he he went to all this trouble of killing so many people he's just been <laughs> killing people for mom yeah exactly exactly so so i think i think there definitely could be an element of that uh coming up for sure michael mm-hmm. uh, sorry michael go ahead sorry for interrupting you I really like the uh, Theo Galvin character. The actor who plays him is in Grimm. Uh, he's really good at playing uh, really uh, 
upper class, uh, very sinister figures. Really like that. I really can't wait to see what, what happens there. Uh, as for Leslie, I completely agree with what y'all are saying. It almost feels like Leslie is the new Barbara, but, uh, <laughs> like you guys were, the point you made about them retreading some of the same ground, uh, as the pilot episode, maybe they just did that to kind of re, kind of uh, refer to some of the same old things like being scared of bad guys wanting to leave the city drama about whether jim will tell her what's going on so maybe that's just a way of referring back to the pilot uh like some of the other things that they did so i don't know uh, hopefully that won't last but i definitely love barbara as a villain and i love all the villains uh so far and- yeah that's a really good point you bring up though michael about all those parallels to barbara last season uh, they definitely you know the the her saying let's just leave town like it, that definitely feels like season one Barbara I, as far as Leslie is concerned and it, it feels weird just because you know Leslie Tompkins I know is like a very rational very calm very wise older lady in yeah. the Batman mythos I know right and and now like you said she's feeling more like season one Barbara before she went all crazy pants and stopped wearing shoes and everything yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Good point, Michael. And uh, as as is usual for me, the Bruce Wayne stuff is probably the least interesting aspect of Gotham since uh, Batman is cool and all. But I just love the the show is focusing on some of the fringe elements that we don't really get to see as much in the Batman col- uh, comics. So really excited about that. Even the Bruce stuff is good. So uh, can't wait to see where this season goes. All right. Take care, y'all. Bye. I also will say that uh, Michael on Twitter said that the whole scene at Loeb's house with Zaz and Penguin felt a little cartoony to him, to be honest. I mean, it kind of was. The, yeah, with the, the Zaz uh, going like. Rrr, 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 rrr. But, well, the screen, um, like the green screen work on the head was not so awesome. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first things that jumped at me, and I thought maybe it was just the version we were watching. But yeah. then, no, it's still it's still. But I, I mean, it is a TV budget too. I know it's a TV budget, but if you're gonna go there and you're mm-hmm. gonna, you know, hang the head out there, let's not make it so choppy. Yeah, it actually it it actually kind of reminded me. Um, I I don't know if anyone else out there watches a show called Film Riot, hosted by Ryan Connolly, but it reminded me of like an effects demo he did a couple oh, really? years ago. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Morgan Scorpion on Twitter says uh, the show was effing brilliant. Uh, I don't know what effing means. Right, right. No, I have, I have no idea. I have, I have no, no idea. idea. Oh, and also a uh, shout out to Thomas Calderon, uh, officer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he 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 plays one of the uh, officers in the GCPD. We weren't following him. Which uh, is from our podcast we account until today. We were following him on both of our personal accounts, just not on the podcast account, which makes no sense. Yeah, we were big fans of him personally. Uh, but not <laughs> from the podcast. But just again. not professionally. No. Kidding. Oh, speaking of uh, podcast friends, we should also probably mention oh, our yeah. uh, the, the uh, Gotham podcast. We're going steady with Gotham TV podcast yeah. at gothamtvpodcast.com. dot com. There are dudes. Go- yeah, they got an exclusive interview with Butch yes, uh, from Gotham. Drew Powell. Uh, yeah, it was they a really re- good interview. Yeah, so. released it as episode fifty today. I, Amory, you got a chance. to I listen did to get it. a chance to listen to it. It's really good. Any little nuggets of information you can tease for uh, people to go check it out? Let's see. Well, unfortunately for Drew Powell, he's a Colts fan, so I have issues with that. Let's go Steelers. Um, but I know sports (laughs) reference, but in, you know, you know, one swell soup, then he's like, I never thought that when I learned the proper use of jazz hands, I would actually use it. (laughs) (laughs) So there was that, Mm -hmm. um, how he, 
like just watching a lot of like mafia type of movies and shows mm-hmm. when getting ready for season one. So those were some of the pop outs for me. Yeah, I definitely if anyone out there again wants to uh, chime in with your thoughts about Gotham uh, season premiere. Uh, where is it here? Yeah, <laughs> where are uh, we? <laughs> the Skype username is Universe Box Show. Uh, we figured we'd try this out. We might try it out again uh, next week. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but I just thought it thought it'd be interesting to try and see if we could get some live calls coming in. If if we you're have not, that or even if you just want to hop in the chat room at live.universebox.com, that'd be cool. Definitely. Uh, yeah. And if uh, if for some reason if you didn't know we were doing this tonight or whatever, and you want to take part next week, we usually do this Tuesdays, eight thirty p.m. EST yep. at live.universebox.com. Uh, we hope to see you there. Okay. Um, let's get back into our main discussion here. Okay. So a bit of a quibble. You have a quibble. I have a quibble. Okay. Okay, so did Penguin complete – because Penguin, oh, uh, you yeah. know, he he rolls into Loeb's kitchen mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, you're you're incorruptible. There, or the, there's no way to get any leverage on you. There's no way we, we can make sure you do what we want right. you to do unless we, you quit your job. Did Penguin completely forget about Loeb's crazy daughter who like killed her mother and all that stuff? Yes. Remember that whole episode? There was an entire and Penguin episode. Penguin actually went out there. Penguin was there. Yeah, he Penguin was there for her. the whole thing. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, that was that that that, that was a big. But piece that of makes leverage. you almost go. Well, I wonder what happened after we left. Yeah, yeah. And, and like the thing is, we did, didn't actually get to circle back around to that for our our Gotham. Uh, oh, for our commentaries, which right. we released throughout the summer. We got to like episode ten or eleven, I think. Something like that. If we'd have known that we were getting this type of a first episode, we'd have made sure to get there. Yeah, I can't. I can't ex- exactly recall uh, what happened to her, but it seemed like a little bit of a plot hole. Amory, why don't you go into what you wanted to talk about, and I'll look that episode up and see if okay. I can. Um, I think it was absolutely adorable, Alfred and Bruce, with the building of their bomb. And the fact that, like, Alfred's like, you can't just read a book and don't start talking French to me and da 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 <laughs> But I don't think he really knew completely how to do this either. I feel like Alfred had, like, the book in the back and was, like, double-checking himself. Mm-hmm. Because he seemed really, really shocked and excited that it worked. Yeah. Like, he may have been more excited than Bruce and what 14-year-old boy doesn't like explosives. Sometimes you can get rid of a bomb. Sometimes it's very easy to get rid of a bomb. All you have to do is blow it up. I wonder if okay. it, I wonder how much uh, it's a reference to bat, the '60s Batman uh, movie. I was like, I don't get uh, it. Sometimes, or uh, sometimes, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. I think it's the uh, exact line uh, that Batman says. A very famous line for Bat fans I'm, out there. I'm new, <laughs> but I, no, I wonder if he had much field experience building that sort of thing, or if he was just like winging it. Like, um, I feel like they probably were the way they were playing it was for field experience. I mm-hmm. think. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe he was like trained to do it, just never really did. Is sort of what I'm getting out of it. Yeah. Or one interesting thing about Miriam Loeb, as I'm yeah. looking it up here, is she was the oldest daughter on the nanny, the actress who you played didn't her. Know that. I, I think we might have mentioned I'm that last season. I'm pretty sure we season. talked about it because I was excited about it. Um, yeah, now my point's stupid. So continue. Yeah, because because Gordon used uh, the information about Miriam Loeb, uh, Lo- Commissioner Loeb's daughter, to blackmail Loeb into giving him the files on Harvey Bullock, and ex- right. so that they would keep his daughter out of Arkham. Right. So why do? Yeah, it was from the episode, uh, season one, episode. Everybody had, everyone has a cobble pot. <gasps> I thought we did. No, we didn't do that. We didn't do that. It was yet. like next. Yeah, but uh, definitely, uh, it seems like 
Penguin should have should have remembered that you maybe. Think it was kind of a, a big deal. Okay, one thing I was kind of curious about with uh, Zardan's uh, mystery gas, uh, the uh, f- the faux supervillain uh, that shows yeah. up in this episode. I was wondering, Emery, do, do you think it was magical or chemical in nature? Uh, like, do you think it, it was mystical or do you think it was just like something that was kind of like stored in him? You you know to be to be released and somehow it didn't hurt him for some reason. See that's or like he was inoculated against it. Uh, yeah, he was definitely whatever it was. I don't know if it was mm-hmm. magical. Yeah, well, I the, mean, I know we're gonna start getting those types of elements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't feel this was one of them because See, he drank the dragon's blood from the master's <laughs> chalice. See, the thing that made me think that though is yeah, he he had the whole master's blood, dragon's chalice, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Which it reverse it. Oh yeah, but uh, all all those lines and everything. But he didn't seem all that wackadoo uh, at first. Yes, like he did. He, he seemed like a loyal follower. He didn't seem necessarily like crazy. Blinkers crazy mad. You know, like he did in the in the Next later scenes. scenes. Yeah. So I was wondering if maybe I. Again, is it magical? Is it chemical? But did it drive him crazy? Did it take him to that level of craziness? I mean, I'm sure it upped his crazy. Yeah, but uh, or it, it, I, I did like the the way that he kind of functioned as a uh, Trojan horse for Theo Galvin, though. Yeah, they, that, that was, was kind of crazy. It still baffles me, though, like how they timed it. Mm-hmm. Like I know, obviously Theo had people on the inside, and yeah. obviously did Tabitha he know to burp them. then? <laughs> well, that's the thing. How did he know exactly how long? I mean, I guess he must have tested this maybe in his old town since he is new to Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, how long it would take before you know it would kill a person of this size? Which to make sure he was in the room with the six people he really wanted, and that that just feels very. Hard. <laughs> yeah, we, we discussed that a little bit last week uh, in terms of uh, something called Batman's Gambit. Yeah. Uh, which is a kind of a narrative device where the, the, the hero or the villain or whoever is controlling the story mm-hmm. uh, is so knowledgeable about the city. Yeah, it's a TV trope here. I, I, I can actually read a little bit of it here. A complicated plan that revolves entirely around people doing exactly what you'd expect them to do. Uh, this trope relies heavily on flaw, ex- exploitation, manipulating, even though it can uh, work with virtues instead of flaws just as easily. Sometimes the flaws that the villains are so predictable that they'll take the first chance they have to do something mean and underhanded. Other times the flaws that the heroes are so heroic that they'll act for the greater good without even thinking about it. Uh, a particularly genre-savvy person will recognize that the heroes always win and design a plan based around the assumption that they will su- succeed. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, you have a character within the story who is so smart that he knows exactly what all the other characters are going to be doing at any particular time and can plan for it. I Actually, I this happens with Batman a lot, but it also happens with the Joker quite a bit too. Like a lot of the Joker's plans, like in The Dark Knight, for example – Several of his plans rely on this whole Batman's Gambit kind of a situation. So, hmm. so just a little interesting thing there. A little interesting, interesting thing. Interesting. But, uh, you know, so, something that uh, we should uh, really address here is yeah. uh, Theo's collection of villains. Theo uh, Galavan okay. or yes. Gal- Galvin uh, kind of uh, – Galavan. Co- Sorry. Wrong show. Yeah, wrong show. 
but he collects all of these villains and, and brings them together minus Black Mask, Rip, Rip Blask, Black Mask. Well, he brought them together. Yeah, he did. He but, brought them together, but he tried to run but away. But the sexual jealousy was a uh, too big of a risk he factor. Just the sexual jealousy. Yeah. But I, I, I love the, this collection of crazy folks. Yes, it's um, awesome. You can, That's actually what I was looking up when you were. Yeah, but you you can definitely tell that they're they're going to be a fun unit, a fun group working together uh, throughout the rest of the season, uh, for sure. And I also can't wait because you could tell that each one of them was very specific, each one of them was very unique, and each one of them mm-hmm. probably has a very interesting backstory. So I can't wait to kind yes. of get a glimpse into those backstories. Like I know, for example. Uh, the guy with the crazy hair. He follows us on Twitter. I forget the gentleman's Justin name. Justin Yaba or Yabara. Yeah. I'm on his Twitter right oh, now. Okay. That's what, where I was when you started. We were like, hello. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, 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 I know that he uh, got announced as a cannibal character. So the guy who gets uh, yeah. blood splashed across his yeah, face. Yeah, he gets so excited. Yeah, yeah. So I can't yes. wait to see uh, what his deal is. And, yeah, that'll uh, be really. I can't wait to see him eat some people. You know, you can't go wrong with cannibals. Oh, yeah, that's going to be crazy. Um, and I, I also really love the uh, – the, and we talked about this while we were watching the episode for the third time. The really gleeful guy when Zardan showed up in the cell, he was like, oh, he's so crazy. He's awesome. Yes. Um, Justin – I really got to learn how to pronounce your name. Uh, said he research he played a ton of Arkham Knight while researching this role even before he got the audition. Nice, nice. That's the latest uh, series or uh, game in the Arkham series. Ah, uh, gotcha. And everything. Gotcha. You got something over there? Uh, well, yeah, what were your impressions on that whole group? Um, I like it. It feels very diverse, but it feels like they all sort of clung to each other right away. Like, Mm -hmm. because we have those, you know, we had the ones we knew, but then we had like, you know, different people. So I guess we had three we knew and three we didn't. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to add to this group uh, throughout the season as well, they probably get. Lost, they'd have to. They already lost one. I, I was going to say as they start to get picked up <laughs> one yeah. by one. But I do think it's interesting that, you know, last season, uh, all of the villains uh, were kind of disconnected and chaotic and mm-hmm. one-offs for, for the most part. I, I, I'm really interested to see how Theo's going to give them a unified purpose and a direction. I, I wonder, I kind of wonder just where he's going to point them. You know? I'm kind of curious as to how Jerome's going to respond to all this because mm-hmm. if he really is the Joker, it feels really weird about how he's very followy. He, yeah. He's very – because he was following Black Mask guys, like, you know, my friend versus your friend. And, like, now he's, like, all about Theo and, you know, following that. Maybe, maybe it's the learning curve. Well, I, th- I think it's a situation where and, – and this is, was apparent in The Blind Fortune Teller, too – he he's kind I think he's kind of just uh getting into a position to where he can exert his big personality uh yeah. at the soonest available opportunity. He he he's working his way into a position that that uh you know he can be right next to the guy in power so he can slice his throat when the time comes over. and take over when the time comes. So yeah. very penguiny. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Very but we but we're not seeing the behind right. Right. The mask kind of stuff with him because he, I mean, he. It's always up. He, he's jokerish. Yeah. Because right. so he, he, he always has that sort of veneer 
going on. But I think I think we'll see that happen uh, throughout the season for sure. Oh, someone I saw over on the Gotham subreddit this Gersh. week. It, this week that uh, someone noticed in one of the previews, it looks like he's wearing a green and purple suit. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, uh, which who was wearing the green and purple suit? Jerome. Really? Because everything that was actually one of my questions was Theo is in a dark purple suit this entire thing. That is very true. That is very and true. Noth- what promo? It, it, I, th- I believe it was just one of the general season two promos. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I can't find the picture here, but yeah, there, there's just like one still of him where he's wearing like a dark purple and a green suit. So so th- that'll be interesting for sure. I, but maybe maybe he steals it from Theo at some point or something. That could happen. See, too. that would make more sense to me. Mm-hmm. That is that is yeah. Yeah, and as uh, Batty fifteen said, uh, you know, I I just can't wait to kind of dig in deep on the contents of the cave. Yes, you know? I want to know what's in there. Mm-hmm. I want to know what's going on. I want to know what's on the computer. I want to know what's behind the computer. Yes, definitely. I I want to poke around, take some flashlights, mm-hmm. and definitely one of those mask things so that I don't have to breathe in all of the <laughs> dust and dirt and spider webs. And whatever other creepy crawlies are down there. Um, yeah, it looks like it's, it's gonna be awesome. And, you know, we've heard that they've built the cave. Yeah. The cave exists. It's a, it's a it, constant. Yeah, it's a standing set. set yeah. It, it, we're gonna see a lot of it. So it that's will be really a base exciting. of operations. Hmm. I, a bat cave, if you will. Um, it should be very interesting. Really? But I, Amber, you yeah. want to do some a random reading from our notes real quick to wrap up here? I like random reading from the notes. Okay. Um. I and I, I I'm glad that Jim is up front with Lee about uh, the killing, about uh, the fact that he did a bad thing. He did a bad bad thing. Dark days <laughs> are coming. Um. Do you have any peanut butter? I said I will break you. Uh, Jerome is still Jokerish, but he's a little bit more subdued than he was last season with it all. But I'm sure that's going to veer back the other direction as the season goes on. Uh, Penguin and Zaz break in. Peanut butter sandwich. Beheaded guard. <laughs> I love that Kat is working for Oswald, although I wonder what her job title is and what, uh, what she's done for him so far. Has she done anything reprehensible? Has she killed someone? Probably. What's up with Butch? Very twitchy. Yes, very twitchy. I, 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 it, it was very apparent that uh, Penguin has been watching uh, Gordon, waiting for him to uh, ha- have to call in on that favor. Right. The PTSD scenes from Jim when he's running, mm-hmm. I could have used without that. Yeah, the call back to the pilot there. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I, it, I, I really enjoyed uh, the Jim Gordon as traffic cop uh, to lead off with because, you know, you take the – the hero who had a big win at the end of last season, and immediately he's fallen from grace. He's already fallen. Yeah. Um, let's see. His father knew something was up and wrote letter, happiness and the truth. Choose one. Choose happiness unless you feel a true calling. Apparently, I just decided to write the entire scene in my mm-hmm. notebook. Now, it was very obvious that Loeb was just looking for an excuse to let uh, Jim Gordon go after demoting him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, they, they've, they've had their beefs and everything, but I really think he was still burned that, uh, uh, that, that uh, Jim was protecting uh, Falcone and Penguin mm-hmm. last season in the hospital there. Remember when Loeb yes. showed up with uh, Maroney's guys? Mm-hmm. And uh, they was just like, you know, take care of him. And he was just waiting for his moment. He's just waiting to pick his moment. Ed is the geek. 
Ed is a geek. Ed is, is a geek. I love Ed. I wanted more Ed. Ed's going crazy. Uh, Black Mask and Barbara were fun. Sad, sad that we won't be getting more of their uh, relationship. sweet relationship uh, with uh, implied sexual favors. Oh. Well, what is there. with the fact that Arkham is like co-ed and Barbara's the only female? Well, I think I think it's just a situation where yeah, it's still new new days for Arkham because you know they they just mm-hmm. reopened last season, so they they might not have the means to kind of separate them out, or they might have just been in sort of a common room, maybe. Because mm-hmm. I mean, prisons have that. Plus, you know, the old Prisons bat- has that, he says, as if he's been in prison. I, I, maybe. I know. But uh, they also have like a – but uh, you back on the old Batman TV show, like they'd have like episodes with Ma, Ma Barker and stuff like that. Or Ma Parker, rather, on the Batman TV Ma. show. But yeah, it was always shown with her and her male uh, henchmen, a.k.a. her boys, yeah. uh, in prison together. So, I mean, it, maybe right. a little callback to that. All right. Barbara calls Jim's phone. She attacked me completely insane. Then calls Lee's phone. I mm. hope you die screaming, bitch. <laughs> good night, farewell, Alvitas, and good night. I love that uh, that that musical cue uh, with the sound uh, of music song from the male choir when Loeb was uh, let loose. Uh, yes, yes. In fact, the, the, the music in the entire episode was really, really good. They always do such a great job with yeah, music but on this, this, this felt even mm-hmm. sorry. Um, even better than usual. Just like even that opening mm-hmm. with that like softish music under, you know, setting us up with everybody and, you know, Lee doing the time. Okay. okay. Time for the arbitrary scale, Amory. Let's do it. Okay. Out of 17 chattering decapitated heads, how many chattering decapitated heads do you give this episode? 16 and a big tooth. Why is that? Because it was awesome, awesome, awesome. I very, very rarely will ever give a full, you know, perfect score. So there's always room mm-hmm. for improvement. Yeah, and it uh, could have been crunchy peanut butter instead. <laughs> Smooth. But uh, as for me, uh, I will definitely give it a perfect score because I absolutely love this episode and thought it was a great setup to the season. Really yeah. loved uh, how apparent it is that they are going towards the serialized form of storytelling. That and was, everything. yeah, that was really good. Like it definitely felt a little bit more comfortable and more. I can't wait to see what's next mm-hmm. than last season. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so uh, we we can't wait uh, to see next season. Just a couple little bits of news here that we wanted to uh, mm-hmm. shoot out at you. Uh, oh, also uh, next week we'll go ahead and say this now. It's a little bit out of order. But next week, we would love to hear what you think about uh, episode two. Yes. Uh, so, you know, when the episode's over, I need you to uh, build a bomb, put it next to the door in your room, Excellent. blow it up, blow up the door, run out to your computer, mm-hmm. email us, legendsofgotham at gmail.com, tweet us at Legends of Gotham. The Facebook is facebook.com slash Legends of Gotham. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424 Two three five two, and again, if you want to join us live I, on Tuesday night, eight thirty p.m. live.universebox.com. Ooh, I found something for news after you do what you got. Okay, uh, well, one bit of news we just wanted to get out of the way real quick is if you have Netflix, season one you of Gotham, have season one of Gotham. Yeah, you have the entire uh, first season. Yay. Which uh, you know, if you want to play our commentaries that we recorded over yes. the summer, we it's highly awesome. encourage that. They're highly entertaining. We highly, get highly drunk. Highly, 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 highly. But uh, yeah, Gotham season one of uh, Gotham season one on Netflix for freebies if you're paying for Netflix, which is almost, or you're uh, using someone else's account. <laughs> 
anyways. Um, here, Netflix and chill with Gotham. Netflix and chill. Ah, and what was your bit of it's news? It's a drinking ga- a Gotham season two drinking game. Oh, nice. Okay, so take us. There has a couple of different things for each one. So take a sip when Harvey gives Jim great advice, which is ignored. Um, <laughs> Selena outsmarts a supposedly intelligent adult. Drink twice if it's Gordon again. Mm-hmm. We should do this sometime. We need to do this um, for our ne- for our next commentary, maybe. Absolutely. Uh, take two sips when Gordon does, goes to the Penguin for a favor. Um, Harvey and or Jim shows up just in time to shoot the person who's about to kill their partner. Um, a character from the comics dies before Batman ever exists. Finish your drink when the person who was fired above is rehired within the same episode. That happened this episode with Jim. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, let's see. Take a shot when Alfred allows Bruce to do something entirely inappropriate. (laughs) Um, someone is killed and it's never brought up again with no indication the body is ever reported. There's a lot of that. Gordon goes to Wayne Manor to announce he's giving up on finding the Wayne murderer, then changes his mind by the time he leaves. Yes, that uh, happened in this episode. That happened too. For that's sure. Awesome. Uh, yeah, and that's over at comicbook.com. We'll have the link at the show notes at legendsofgotham.com. Absolutely. And uh, last but not least, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about the latest uh, hashtag sweeping the nation here. Hashtag maniacs. Um, maniacs. I, I believe uh, Jerome might be involved. Let's play this to find out. Jerome Velasco. Hold on, it's a buffering look. Jerome Velasca, 18 years old, matricide. I should probably be playing the video. Jerome Velasca, 18 years old, matricide. He looks like he's having fun. (laughs) And then all those bodies on the ground with uh, maniacs. Not maniacs, M A N I A C S, but with an X instead of a C S. Wow. So uh, should be interesting. Should be, be interesting. interesting. I wonder if they're if they have the uh, trailer for next week up yet because they sure didn't have it by the time we had signed on here. Well, that's because we signed on. Right no, they do have a, a three and a half minute video called "Monsters Are Coming," which I'm going to check out here in a little bit, but, but uh, they don't have not. the trailer up yet. Sadly, crazy. But uh, we will uh, keep an eye on that and uh, keep an eye on it. And unfortunately, we don't have our normal news like the ratings oh, right. and I like all that ratings. kind of stuff. But we will next week when we're back at our usual time. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you guys uh, for coming in and watching yes, thank live. thank you for joining us. Uh, definitely. And uh, I thank you, uh, everyone, for downloading the podcast. Remember Absolutely. our contest. Uh, contest. 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 Contest uh, for the Gotham uh, Gotham TV Guide. Uh, leave us a review at iTunes if you can. Shoot us an email at legendsofgotham uh, at gmail.com to let Buy us know you've t-shirt. done it. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a sweatshirt. Buy a coffee mug. Hey, self-promotion day. Whatever. Legendsofgotham.com slash support. You can find the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes at legendsofgotham.com. And Amory, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at amdsimone. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do at universebox.com. And you know what? I write books about a superhero named Dog Boy. Kind of like Cat Girl, a little bit. Dogboyadventures.com. Or you can pick up uh, the first book at uh, bit.ly slash dogboybook. Uh, so uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, we can't wait to join you next Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. EST, live.universebox.com. Oh, how do we... 
Um, in response to, we tweeted earlier, uh, what would you think of tonight's Gotham? We just got a response uh, from Travis Rice. It said, you mean the one where Jim Gordon committed armed robbery that led to a shootout where he killed a guy? Hashtag not my Jim Gordon. That happened. That absolutely that happened. did happen. Uh, thank you very much, Travis Rice. At Travis Rice 1974 for that last minute tweet. Last minute tweet. Just got it in. Join us next time for more Legends, Legends of, of Gotham. Gotham. That was a good episode. That was good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was something.